0: Hello everyone, you are listening to the Igbo Initiative podcast with Ugochi Oniewu. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Igbo Initiative podcast, where we celebrate all things Igbo. We speak to amazing women in different walks of life who are either Igbo or who are friends of Igbo culture. Today, I had a simply fantastic discussion about all things Igbo culture with the wonderful Iyom Chie Bonam Chi Ezenwugo A graduate of Wesleyan College, a retired pharmacist, an artist, a community organizer, founder of Otu Umune Cultural Organization Incorporated, a legacy mother of Jack and Jill of America, founder of Pan-African Festival of Georgia, originator of Tubman Museum's All That Jazz, founding board member of Ronald McDonald House of Central Georgia, and a motivational speaker, Mrs. Chi Izequiche Loves God. Ezekweche served on the governing board of the Navicent Health's Rehabilitation Hospital in Macon, Georgia. She serves on the Board of Trustees of Wesleyan College Macon and on the Wesleyan College President's Council on Diversity and Inclusion. She also mentors with Path to Shine, speaks on African arts, culture, community, and family strengthening strategies. Iyom Chi Ezekweche is married to Dr. Christian Mbamalu Ezekweche and is blessed with wonderful children, in-laws, grandchildren, extended families and friends. She recently celebrated her 70th birthday. She remains thankful to God through and in all things. So good morning, Iyom. It's so nice to have you on the show. Thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Uh, Good morning, Ugochi. Thank you so much for the um, invitation. I'm very, very uh, thankful to to be associated with this interview.
0: Oh, and I'm very happy to have you. I I just want Mm -hmm. you to start off, if you can, just telling us a little bit about your background, your place of birth, you know, life growing up as an Igbo girl, knowledge of the Igbo language. Just talk us through your background, please. Okay.
1: Yes, my full name is Chiebonam Isaiyimwa Ezemuogo Ezokweche. I was born in Northern Nigeria, Nguru, that's the northernmost tip of of uh, Nigeria, uh, almost near the uh, Niger Republic.
2: Hmm.
1: Uh, many many years ago, <laughs> uh, <laughs> actually in 1948. You know, I'm thankful. Yes, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. And um, at um, about the age of six, my parents uh, decided to take me back to Igbo land uh, to imbibe the language, the uh, culture, the traditions of our people. Mm. My younger siblings uh, followed suit. And uh, even though we missed our parents terribly, uh, but later on in life, I understood their reasoning Mm. uh, behind that uh, decision. So um, I was taken back to um, Igboland land uh, at the hometown of Adaze, Adazeenu, uh, in 1954. Um, that period in the village informed my Igbo my art, my culture, my outlook. Mm. It gave me a foundation um, uh, built on the knowledge uh, and uh, pride in self. Um, we must know who we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, during that time, I observed many rites of uh, passage activities for girls, you know, uh, variously. It's a period, it's a rites of passage um, event and a period during which the girls are educated in the art of womanhood personal mm. respect, self-education, sex education, mm. self-care, mm. the art of each of you know, when Igbo <laughs> people say each of my, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's uh, you know, personal grooming, mm. you know, amplification. Yes. Uh, uh, and And uh, unfortunately for us, uh, the misunderstanding of um, what Christianity meant let, uh, 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 had them ban activities like that,
2: Hmm.
1: you know, yeah, and it's a huge loss,
2: Mm.
1: you know, because there's nothing like communal effort, you know, nothing replaced it. Sex education now became a taboo, you know, with the consequences that girls don't even know or we are not scared. I mean, they were scared or embarrassed about their first period, Mm. you know, Mm. yeah, in my own case, my mother was way ahead of her time so she she prepared us okay good yes uh, she did and uh, i spent uh, part of my um, uh, kindergarten and uh, uh, they called it in takara at the time yes (laughs) Uh, (laughs) you went to school you know just to play and have fun and go home Mm -hmm. and uh, so i had my elementary school um and then uh, after a while, I left the village. I stayed in the village in our hometown uh, for about uh, from 1954 to 59. Mm-hmm. Then I left with my cousin, who was a headmistress. You know, to um, went with her to serve her essentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. and uh, from there, I went on to Queen's School Enugu for my secondary school. And uh, when we finished, I, um, well, we didn't quite finish because the war started
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, the Nigerian-Biafra war. Yeah. And, uh, of course, <laughs> we didn't resume schooling again until the, the war ended mm-hmm. in uh, 1970. Went back to uh, finished my secondary school, went to University of Nigeria in Soka, and um, got married and uh, left for the States.
2: Mm, you
0: interesting. know,
1: uh, <laughs> interesting,
2: yeah. interesting, yeah.
0: interesting background. Thank you so much for sharing that. So how yeah. has e- being Igbo shaped you into the person that you are today? What would you say about that?
1: Being Igbo, you know, actually means being mindful of, of the fact that we share a space with other people Yes, who are, who are not like us. Um, for the Igbo, there are only two worlds, the world of the Igbo and the others. Olu ni Igbo. I'm sure you've heard of mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Olu ni Igbo. Uh-huh. Olu is everything else that is not Igbo, mm-hmm. but that's another, another world. Mm-hmm. But in that Olu, we're also very open to sharing our space with any any, any other group or people or uh, that don't share the same uh, space with us. Uh, I'm thankful uh, for being able because of the uh, values we hold there. Mm-hmm. There are reverence of God, who we call Chuku, mm-hmm. uh, the great God. Yes. He's also called the Chineke, the creator God. Mm-hmm. And he's the master, the main artist. Mm-hmm. You know, our mm-hmm. other values are hard work we are not lazy people at all. Mm. And uh, for an Igbo woman to be beautiful, she must be hardworking. Or rather, let me put it this way. A hardworking Igbo woman, any hardworking woman is a beautiful woman. Yes. Mm -hmm. We believe in that. Yes. We believe in, we we don't believe in uh, just sitting down and be giving anything. Mm. We love our family. Mm. The love of, hospitality, respect for elders, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. love of children. I can go on and on. Yeah. Love of children. Yes. <laughs> yes. Especially the Oumu you know?
2: Yes.
1: Those, uh, every, every I guess every child is a somewhere. It's a, a child born of the daughter of the family. You know, and we have, all the people are very, very um, loved and special. Mm-hmm. And also, we have respect and protection of women and girls, especially the uh, Ada, you know. So, yeah, since every Igbo girl is an Ada or Opo, she's born into that system that honors women. My father uh, reminded me of of blessed memory of Mm -hmm. the Igbo adage that believed that if if I could be dear. That means that when one thing stands, another of equal value stands next to it.
2: Yes.
1: And that re- refers to the male-female relationship mm-hmm. in an Igbo. Yes. yes. You see, never mind that uh, people have abused a uh, part of that system, you know, for their own benefit. Mm-hmm. But um, innately, the Igbo people honor and respect women. They do mm-hmm. not joke with mm-hmm. their other. mm mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> yes, you know, being called and I, that when I was growing up, when I passed a, 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 an elder, a, a elderly person on the road, he said, "Hey, are there is a mood? Mm. Oh, it is so, it is so elevating, so empowering. Yes. It feels good, yes. you know. Yes, yeah."
0: I love that. Yeah, I'm so glad yeah. that you you highlighted that. You because to your point, it's been abused a little bit, and it's so nice to be reminded of the roots and the fact that there was a lot of respect for women and um you know in our culture. So I'm glad you you reminded us of that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. And yeah. uh, you know later on in my life, I understood and appreciated the full power of the other. Mm-hmm. Ada is the guardian of the truth, justice hmm. and spirituality in Iboland. Wow. She, she is the court of last appeal. Hmm. She is to be honored uh, 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 and at that institution of Omuada is still respected. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, so like in the family, I'm the I'm the Ada, the oldest daughter in the in the whole is Netanzeug family, mm. but I'm also any of my uh, sisters is also another because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. she's other of the Omonma, mm-hmm. you know, the mm-hmm. the, the, the patrilineage, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, collectively we are Omoada, and that system is, the, is like the Supreme Court in Igbo land. Mm-hmm. And so how can anybody? not uphold it. Yes. Except except that they are ignorant. Yes. Of our, of the Igbo tradition. Wow. This is what I'm saying. I do. Yeah. I do. It's <laughs> yeah.
0: amazing. Yeah. I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's amazing.
1: So that those are just a few of the things that uh, empowers me. Mm. and uh, strengthens my belief in evilness. We are very accommodating people. Mm. Mm. You know, mm. we uh, we uh, we accommodate people sometimes to to, uh, to a fault. Mm. You know, mm. not, can we really accommodate people to a fault? That's mm. what we're supposed to do. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so they are the arts. I mean, I can go on and on. Yeah. Our arts, our food, our music, our performances. You know, my time in the village exposed me to, to Igbo arts. Mm. We call it the Incandibo. Nka, mm. Their festivals, the Uli Arts, for mm. instance, is the art of the Igbo women of uh, southeastern Nigeria. Mm. Mm. Growing up I used to paint even you know, mud paint on the mud walls. it's mm. mm. yeah, beautiful. Oh my gosh. You still <laughs> I, I still see those scenes. Yes. In you know, in the in our compounds, mm. you know, in the villages. Yeah. And um those are those are a few mm. of the things that informed my Ibo able, ness till till today.
0: Yes, and we'll mm-hmm. talk. Uh, we'll talk. We'll get to that because I'm very excited to talk about um, the the festival. We'll get to that in a little bit. But before okay. that, I'd like you to transition us. Uh, tell us a little bit more about yourself, you know, your family life. And I know you live in Macon, Georgia today. So talk to us about that transition um, and moving to America and living in Macon. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Oh, OK. <laughs> All right. I, <laughs> um, yes, uh, my husband and I got married in August of 1969 in the midst of the Nigerian Civil War, Nigerian mm-hmm. Biafra War, mm-hmm. 1967 to 70. Uh, we had the uh, Igbo traditional marriage called mm-hmm. and um And uh, that's all we could do during mm-hmm. the war. Mm-hmm. He was um, a captain in the Biafran Army. And mm-hmm. I served with the relief and Red Cross services, you know, helping the refugees.
2: Mm-hmm. In,
1: and also worked in the relief uh, kitchens. After the war ended um i went back to school he went back to university college uh, hospital in Baden hmm. and i went back to queens school to um complete my um, high school mm-hmm. you know which was of course uh, interrupted by the um, by by the civil war yes and um after that you know um uh, uh, we got married, you know, after he graduated from uh, medical school mm. in 71, did his residency. I was at the time at the University of Nigeria, in Soka. And um, so we got married in 1973 and um, relocated to the United States. And the main reason we left at the time that there was no other reason for us to leave Nigeria mm. except for a further education. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we were yeah. not economic refugees. Right. We were very comfortable. Right. You know, our families were well-placed in the sense that they they, they took care of themselves. You mm-hmm. know, there was not a want. You know, there was a lot of hope mm-hmm. for young people in Nigeria at yes. that time. Yes. So the only reason we left in Nigeria at that time was for further education.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, mm-hmm. uh, he continued his um medical residency uh, internship at um, uh, Freedman's Hospital, which is now called uh, Howard University. Oh, yeah. Hospital.
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Mm. <laughs> A little bit of history <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love this. And this uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> after that in- internship, we moved to New York, where he did his um in uh, residency and I continued my uh, I was having children of course and uh, going to school because my mother didn't give me the, give me the alternative the option mm-hmm. she said that I cannot say because I'm having children not go to school Yes, and that yes. I cannot say because I'm going to school not have children so in a sense I have to make it work somehow okay and uh, thank God that I did because I got my uh, pharmacy degree from St. John's University, oh, nice. New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, <laughs> and later on, I got my um, degree in studio art from Wesleyan College here. Mm-hmm. And we are blessed with wonderful, just remarkable young people as mm-hmm. Children. Mm-hmm. and children. Uh, and we have, uh, as of now, seven grandchildren and wow. counting. Wow. So, <laughs> <laughs> so my family, my family is the center of my universe, oh yes, you know oh, yeah. next to God, you yes. know next yeah. to i mean after God, not next to God after god mm. you know they they are the reason that uh, we 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 we, we had to strive mm. to be better people to be better Igbos in America, yes you know yes. to be because to be A good American, you have to know who you are. Mm -hmm. You have to know what your cultural, religious roots are. Yes you know so uh, so we are, i'm just thankful we are thankful
0: that is so mm-hmm. amazing that's so wonderful <laughs> <laughs> that's wonderful Thank you. so Iom, i wanted to ask you though what are your thoughts um about igbo as a dying language and the fact that i've read somewhere that by 2050 the igbo language will be extinct what do you think about that
1: mm. wow well, That's 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 a hard one you know, because um, I never in my in my whole life thought that that would be the case. Mm. Uh, it's very unfortunate uh, that we have allowed Igbo to be on that endangered list mm. of dying yeah. languages, mm. you know. Mm. Uh, growing up, um, we studied Igbo Bible during morning prayers at home. Mm. In fact, that's how I learned my Igbo, mm. you know. Um, we, uh, then when i started um uh, kindergarten well it wasn't called kindergarten at the time it was called in takara we learned yeah. it you know we learned you know, <laughs> learned, you know I, if I alphabet i b d
2: mm-hmm. you know
1: mm-hmm. um just um, reading and writing simple stories in 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 orally in Igbo. Mm-hmm. but in secondary school things changed. You know, instead of making Igbo mandatory, it was made optional by the curriculum, you know, uh, uh, makers. People who studied Igbo were just considered not smart mm. and they were made fun of, you know. Mm. They were they were called Igbo, Igbo BK. Mm. <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah. Seen, you know, and that's just pure ignorance, mm. you know. And um, uh, people at that time, you know, believed that Igbo's, Igbo language is not, uh, doesn't have that global reach, you know, which mm-hmm. is very unfortunate. Mm-hmm. You know, it, but Igbo language is tied to our arts and cultural history. It is fundamental to individual confidence and to our value system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. and, you know, mm-hmm. colonization, even, we won't blame everything on colonization, mm-hmm. but definitely played a role yes. in the sense that everything Igbo was discouraged. Traditional institutions of religion, Mm. politics, economy, Mm. social, order we are just totally subjugated, Mm. you know, to get a job under the colonial system, one had to learn and be fluent in English, you Mm. see? Mm. And so, (laughs) Mm. and that's part of, that is part of it, Mm. you know, Mm. that we cannot, we cannot uh, totally blame anyone else but ourselves. Yes. We know, we, we know better. We know better now, we should, you know, and uh, I say, uh, my favorite poet, you know, of blessed memory, Maya Angelou used to say, she said, when we know better, we have to act better.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Yes. So now, it it makes no difference, we can blend the colonial system from now to eternity, Mm. it's not going to. Mm-hmm. We, that change has to come from within us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying it has mm-hmm. to come from within us. Mm-hmm. We must. We must learn it and and um, share it with our children and the, all the children, mm-hmm. the next generation. Mm-hmm. You see.
0: Mm-hmm. But it's interesting because there are other tribes, like the Yoruba tribe, for instance, where it, you know the Yoruba language is not um, a dying language, you know, whereas the Igbo language is. What do you think it made that difference?
1: I think, I think what made the difference was in leadership. Mm. You see, the, the Yoruba leaders, for instance, got it right very early. Mm. When they mandated you know, universal primary education, they made sure that Yoruba was part of it. Yoruba language and culture was yes, part of it. Yes. So it became embedded into the system, mm. and you know you can't. We can't. Um, uh, uh, we have to be very aware of the fact that what we teach the next generation is very important mm. and it matters. Mm. You see, in in Ebola now, I mean, since I was, <laughs> I can't believe this, but it hit me one day that. I was actually born during colonial Nigeria.
2: Mm.
1: And you, you know, can you believe it? Mm. I mean, I didn't say that. I never thought of it that yes. way. But so, <laughs> yes. but um, thank God, you know, uh, uh, so that, I'm sorry, that's what the Yoruba people did right. Mm. They, they institutionalized it. Mm. Okay. I don't know why it was not the case in Iboland. Mm. I have no idea. Mm. But I know that you had pockets of families, pockets of educated Igbo people who insisted like my father in our Igbo-ness because that's that's the basis of who we are mm-hmm. you know, created by God and given that particular language and culture mm-hmm. and therefore it's our responsibility to to, uh, to appreciate it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so whatever we don't call important it's not going to be important
0: yes that's true mm-hmm.
1: if that's it's so it's, it's, it's not Ibu Amaka, it's not too late yet you know, i see a lot of cultural revival going on and thank god for that it's like a wake-up call for us yes you know <laughs> it's a blessing in the guy mm. to Ndibu. Yeah. you know uh-huh. And it's, it's really uh, uh, led us to refocus and uh, uh, we now have a resurgence, mm-hmm. you know, and awareness is being created. Mm-hmm. Which, is which is great, which is great. Yes. Which is wonderful, yes, yes it is. Yes, mm-hmm.
0: yes, yes. Which leads so, me to my next question, mm-hmm. which I'm really excited uh-huh. to talk to you about. Um, uh- I know In Macon, Georgia, you started this organization called... Otu Umune, can you talk to us a little bit about that? Um, what is the mission? How? When did you start? Why are you referred to
1: as Iyom?
0: Odiokonamba. Oh.
1: <laughs> 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 yes, Iyom Odiokonamba. Yeah, you you got it right. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, the Otu Umune Cultural Organization. Um, was started in 1986. You know, it's almost it will be 33 years this December, mm. and uh, the 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 mission um, uh, is to create a network of nurture and pride for children, support for women, families and communities,
2: mm.
1: and to promote Igbo Nigerian culture through education. Mm. And uh, the motto is children are our business, impacting the future one child at a time. Nice. And uh, we had parties, children's parties, but their parties were but nothing formal,
2: mm.
1: no formal organization for children and women. Okay. So um, when we came down here to Macon, Georgia, <laughs> uh, we were only two Igbo families
2: mm. here
1: in Macon, Georgia. And I needed even though our children are Americans, Mm. but every American has a cultural root. Yes. And so our children are Igbo and they're Nigerians and they're Africans. Mm -hmm. That's what makes them Americans, Mm -hmm. correct? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah. And so because of that, I, I I was looking at something more formalized uh, to enable the network with other children mm. uh, of Igbo, Nigerian, African heritage. And uh, so I got in touch with a few women and we got together and that's how two multicultural cultural organizations uh, started. Mm. And um, it, we've not skipped a bit mm. in 33 years. Wow. You know, and uh, we have monthly meetings Mm. every month. And we go with our children.
2: Mm. The
1: focus is on the children. They have their own room where they have their classes Mm. um, on Igbo language, uh, dance, music, food, Mm. respect, Mm. you Mm. name it. And while the mothers, we have our own uh, uh, meetings. Mm. And uh, it's it's been been wonderful Mm. and uh, gave us, the women, an opportunity to network you know, and find ways, uh, especially as immigrant women.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, mm-hmm. you need that support network, and that's what the Cultural Organization has done mm. uh, for for us and our families. That's we amazing. support each other in order to raise our children, mm. not to forget their culture and heritage.
0: That's amazing.
1: So that that, that that's what the Cultural Organization is about, and. Um, we have really um, we thank God that He has he used us to to um, be a springboard for mm. the formation of other other organizations mm. throughout yeah. the United States.
0: Oh, that's this
1: wonderful. was in nineteen nineteen eighty six. That's when we started. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and uh, you asked about Eom um, yes. e- um oh, do you remember? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, there is, Iyom um, is just a title, you know, there mm-hmm. is, um, uh, in Igbo land, men and women have parallel title stroke chieftaincy uh, systems. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, the the men have their, their also, and the women have Iyom in some other areas, it's called Lola. Yes. In some other areas, it's you know, obu, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. just there are various levels of, of that system. Uh, and, um, it's essentially uh, given, you can take it yourself or you could be recommended mm-hmm. for it,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, mm-hmm. and, or be accepted into that group or system. And, um, in 1994, my husband and I were honored by the Igwe, the traditional ruler of our hometown for the services we had both rendered towards the progress of the community. Mm, That year, thank you, Mm -hmm. that was the year I was initiated into the prestigious um, uh, organization or society of our hometown of Abagana, Mm -hmm. my husband's hometown Mm -hmm. of Abagana. Mm -hmm. Um, Having met their uh, requirements, and those requirements are, Purity, uprightness, hard work, community service. I'm not saying I'm all that, you know. That <laughs> <but>, uh, <laughs> nobody meets meets all those standards, mm-hmm. you know. Nobody mm-hmm. can, mm-hmm. but at least we try. Yes. Right? We try. Yes. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> so the 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 name, when I chose the name for myself, no, the women of um, my husband's woman say no, no. You're not answering that name you chose. You're answering Odio Konamba. Mm. And Odio and Konamba means a precious jewel from afar wow. because I, I came from a different town. Mm. I'm married into that family. Ah, you know what I'm saying yes. so I was so honored. It's oh. not a, a name you pick for yourself. No. You know, nobody goes around calling them so I am yeah. or am yeah. yes. you know. a <laughs> Wow. So uh so I was really deeply honored by that. That's and amazing. um yeah, that's how that came about. Mm. And that was in nineteen ninety-four. And um, of course, when you have that title, you don't just sit back, you are expected to continue to do whatever. Is right mm-hmm. for your family, your community. Mm. And if, if, if there is a situation and you're called to intervene, you must be truthful. Mm. Uh-huh. Mm. Mm. Just like the mother system, you must be truthful. Yes, yes. You know, you, at all times, at least, if you change your mind, if you make a mistake, go back and mm. correct it. But mm. honesty and justice is the root of the titleship and also the Omwanda system.
0: Wow, that's amazing! Mm-hmm. I love that. I love it. I love it.
1: <laughs> I'm really enjoying this discussion.
0: It's so funny. I, I love it. Good. I love it. So you, so you even... are wonderful
1: yourself. Ah! You know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you. So even on top of that, you know, you have the. Macon Pan African Festival. <laughs> so talk to yeah. us about that. You know, <laughs> does a festival happen every year? What is it about? What events take okay. place? Who is involved? Mm-hmm. Let us know about that.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Wow. Wow. This is um this is really I'm I'm enjoying this, <laughs> you know, and uh Thankful for the opportunity to, to share with the world, yes. you know what we are doing here in Making Georgia, mm. making it a, a city in the heart of Georgia, about mm. about uh, 80 miles south of Atlanta. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh,
1: the uh, the Pan African Festival of Georgia is an outreach program of the Tubman African American Museum mm. in Macon, Georgia, mm-hmm. and. Uh, uh, and um, it celebrates the global impact of African culture through music, food, dance, fame, art, and audiences are, are thrilled with arts and crafts, food vendors, fashions, mm. films, dances, music, gospels, mm. and um, it's really a celebration of, of self, mm. community, identity, and nation. Mm. It is a family event, has been since 1997 hmm. and also a community celebration, celebrating everybody. You know, we use that as an opportunity to invite others who don't look like us
2: hmm.
1: or have the same beliefs hmm. to come together as a community hmm. to enjoy and uh, learn about each other. Hmm. It's um, it's uh, this year will be, Yeah, it started in 1997, yes. Mm. And we also have a curated show in addition to all these other offerings. Mm. We have a curated show on the From Africa to America Food Experiences. Mm. And it will be curated by the Museum of Food and Drinks in Brooklyn, New York. Wow. And uh, yes, and we are so excited, Mm. you know. (laughs) And we have to have empowerment series talking okay, about empowerment of families, you know different aspects of it that be ongoing throughout the festival and uh, later on, we we'll have film festival the following weekend so um it was uh, like i said started in nineteen ninety seven at that time, I was the chair of the Tubman african American Museum, and we were looking at ways of making making Georgia more inclusive, mm. having more offerings, mm. more cultural offerings. And I just opened my mouth and said, well, why don't we do do this? Mm. And they said, well, Chi, you go ahead, you <laughs> plan it. <laughs> 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 well, you come back to us with what you think, you mm. know, which way to go. But mm. anyway, that's how that was born. Mm. That festival was born in... Uh, 1997, and um, is based on the principles of love and peace, unity and hope among all people. The history of the United States is tied to the history of Africa,
2: mm-hmm.
1: so we are all related to one another. Yes. And uh, what really took me back, you know, urged me to, to recommend that we have this uh, festival, was the story uh, my father told me when she visited us here um, in the United States in 1989? Mm. I had, you know, uh, I had taken him to Auburn Avenue in Atlanta at the um, MLK Center, mm. and I'll just make it very short. As we were walking down the Auburn Avenue, I just was walking straight ahead, and then I I, I turned around and I saw my father stop. He looked, he was just, he, you know how the Igbos behave when, when we are in deep thoughts, we yes. cross, crick cross our, hands, yes. across our, <laughs> our, our chest, mm-hmm. you know, tilt our head to one side. Yes. And he yes. was, that, that was the picture, that image has never left me. Mm. And um, he was saying, oh, manna. Mm. A woman and I said, "Papa, what's going on?" Mm. He was looking straight ahead across the street. Under there, were a group of men under a tree, mm. and um, they were, you know, doing whatever they were doing. And I asked Papa, "Why are you calling them? Why are you saying that?" And he mm. said, "Right there on Urban Avenue, he recounted the story of of my great great grand aunt. Her name was Michael." Mm. She was about 12 years old, taken into, abducted into slavery. mm. Never to be seen again. Mm. Mm. Her father, they conducted a search team and they looked far and wide Mm. through Igbo land, could not be seen. So Mm. according to the culture of the Igbo people, she was buried uh, in absentia
2: Mm.
1: and celebrated in absentia so Mm. that we believe then that her spirit will rest, mm. This is what I'm saying, and yes, um, yes. wherever she was, and something told me when I came here that she may have come to the shores of America mm. somewhere, mm. Actually, actually Georgia, mm. you know, and so for my father to stand there on Auburn Avenue in, jo- in Atlanta, Georgia, to recount that story without my prompting him. Wow was very powerful. Wow. It's an image I will never forget. Mm. And the, the the thing is that at the end of that story, he said, pointing at those men, he said, you know, they may be related to us. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. Since that time in nineteen eighty nine mm. I don't look at African American the same mm. way. Mm. Mm-hmm. Each time I say I mm-hmm. see a face that looks like mine, mm-hmm. and I, want, I wonder, mm-hmm. could she or she be related to us?
0: Wow!
1: Do you see what I'm saying? That
0: is so powerful. It's amazing. Yes,
1: I do. You know? Oh! Wow. I, I. Each time I think of it, it really still now gives me chills. Could they be related to us? Wow! We are, we are one people. Yes. There should be no reason for separation.
0: Yes,
2: yes.
1: Okay? We are one people with other races in America mm. because we all live under the same roof of mm. God. Mm. There should mm. be no separation. Mm.
2: But mm. the reason
1: culture is so important is that you have yours. God gave it to us, mm. each, each group of, grouping of people, mm. as a gift to do what? To share with other people. Yes. Yes. To invite other people to our spaces. Do you see what I'm saying? I do. So that's that's what the Pan-African Festival of Georgia... Mm. Mm. That's why it mm. was formed. Mm. And mm. Uh, so in 1997, you know, when I was asked that question, my mind went back to that conversation I had with my father.
2: Mm.
1: And, uh, and so with of course... Even if you're the tallest, yes. Hiroko, you do yes. not make a foreign, yeah, exactly, you know? <laughs> exactly. So, exactly. of course, we had dedicated volunteers. I mm. mean, over the years, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. three years now, mm-hmm. and it's growing stronger mm-hmm. every year. Mm-hmm. Dedicated volunteers that have given their time and effort and ideas mm. to growing this and making. This uh, making middle Georgian. It's not just a local event; it's international, mm. and it keeps it keeps growing, you know. And uh, the idea again is to uh, celebrate love, peace, unity, and hope among all people. Mm, I love that's it. our that's our hope. I love yeah. it. Yeah, they so can also um, check uh, the event out at the um, Tubman Museum. It's www.tubmanmuseum.com, T-U-B-M-A-N, as in Museum Tubman, mm-hmm. museum.com. And they can also access that information from facebook.com uh, forward slash Tubman Museum. Wonderful. They can also call yeah call um, the museum at 478-743-8544 and uh, ask for ADRA they can call her directly at 478-845-3850. Yeah.
0: Amazing. Perfect. I love yeah. it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, um, I, I just, as we're sort of coming to the end, I have a couple more questions, important ones for you. The first one is, please tell us the best way to reach you and, the, and talk about your platform as well.
1: Yes. Uh, well, my uh, my current platform is public speaking and presentations. Mm. On uh, I speak on identity, you know, any aspect of it, and uh, life, family, marriage, caregiving. Mm. Uh, I do presentations to area schools, colleges, and uh, organizations, and you know, it's by appointment only because right now my Primary focus is on caregiving mm. for my husband, who mm. who had a stroke ten years ago. Oh, I'm sorry. And to hear uh, that. Mm. thank you, mm. thank you. But God is good; He's mm. doing well, much better than uh, expected. Mm. So that's my uh, that's why that it has to be by appointment only. Mm-hmm. And uh, I may be reached at um, my email at ebonam felt e, abonam boy o n a n 770 at gmail.com. Okay. That could yeah. And okay. then, um... Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, and I'll also make it available in the show notes so people can see all the information there as well. So I'll put it out there. Okay.
1: Later. Yes, Yes. Yeah, all yeah. right. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. So Thank this you. has been wonderful.
0: But before you go, I would like you to leave us with some parting words of wisdom. Do you have any words of wisdom for the younger generation of EBOs?
1: Um... Yeah, I, I have one or two, mm-hmm. and um, from my experience in raising uh, our children, of course, with my husband and the, in the community, you know, uh, nobody raises a child by him or herself. Yes. It's, uh, it's, uh, even though it's the parent's primary responsibility, but with help from community, from extended family. Um, my my words of wisdom for the younger generation of Igbos, of Ndebo is that I encourage them to be very proactive in learning about their heritage. Mm. You know, even if it's never too late at any age, uh, we continue to learn at any age.
2: Mm.
1: Even though I personally did not learn you know, like read. Um, uh, I was not very literate in mm. writing the Igbo language, mm. but I continued to learn it because it wasn't taught in secondary school. Yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I continued to learn it. So I encouraged them to be very proactive in, in learning about that heritage, to be proud of it, you know, because after all, it's a heritage that is God-ordained and given to us, mm-hmm. you know, if we don't use it, of course we'll lose it. Mm-hmm. Anything we don't make an effort, we don't call important, will be lost. Yes. Yes. So um, encourage them, you know, especially um, those of them born in America and even in Nigeria, you must know who you are mm-hmm. because when you know who you are, either as a male or female, Then you have something to present at the table, any table,
2: Hmm.
1: whatever that table is. Hmm. You have to be confident in Hmm. your name.
2: Hmm. You know, Hmm.
1: be be proud of your Igbo name if you have one. Hmm. You know, and uh, be proud of the meaning Hmm. of that name. Hmm. Hmm. Don't let people change your last name for you just because they can pronounce it. Hmm. Even if they don't get it right, but Mm. at least let them make that effort. Mm -hmm. So be proud of who you are, be thankful for who you are, Mm. and continue to better yourself, learn more. That's what makes you a good American if you're born here. Mm -hmm. A good American of Igbo heritage, of Nigerian heritage, of African heritage. Yes, yes. You see? And to work towards unity among all the races mm. and i tell them i hear people say oh uh, i am colorblind no 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 i mm. say i see color mm. i i see color you know color blindness is a cop-out yeah. i see color we are meant to see color one day it hit me like that we are meant to see color mm. and so i look at you know but what do we do with that information? Mm. That color that we see, mm. that difference that we see, what do we do with it? Mm. That's what's important. Mm. See color that appreciate it, mm. appreciate the diversity. Mm. You know, mm. you look at roses. Roses, you have different colors of it. Yet it it's some one rose, mm. some species of rose. Mm. So see color. They do something about it, mm. something mm. positive about it. Mm. And for us to do something positive about it, we have to know who we are. So that's my encouragement to young people. Know who you are. Dig deeper. Don't be ashamed of your culture, whatever mm. that culture is. Mm. In this case, talking about Igbo culture. Mm.
2: Mm. Don't use
1: it to put other people down. Mm. Use it as bait. yeah. elevate yourself, your family and your community (laughs) I
0: I could keep going on and on I have so, so enjoyed this discussion, it's been amazing Mm -hmm. I want to tell the audience before you go that Eon uh-huh. uh, recently celebrated her 70th birthday and she looks amazing, yeah. sounds amazing. Oh. <laughs> so I wanted to celebrate you and say oh. a very, very big thank you for coming on the show. This has been an amazing discussion. Thank you so much.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Ugochi. Uh, Gucci, I I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Okay. And have a wonderful, wonderful day. And continue doing the good work you're doing. I mean, I can't believe the hour is gone. It's not even doesn't feel like
2: (laughs) it went quickly. (laughs) Doesn't feel like an hour.
1: (laughs) Oh
0: my goodness, that was such a wonderful discussion from a very unique and different perspective. To access the show notes, please go to our website at www.vebo.com. Don't forget to like The Ebo Initiative on Facebook and please follow us on Instagram at Ebo Initiative. Also, please tell your friends about the show. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye-bye.